Welcome in, everybody, to the BGB Sports Podcast with your hosts, Brandon, Grant, and Blake. Grant, how you doing today? Doing good, Brandon. How about you? Blake and yourself. Good, good, good. Okay, we have to start this whole episode off with, what the fuck is going on with LSU football? We get a new coach in, and all of a sudden, there goes your fucking quarterback. And then, is Nussmeier going to use his red shirt? Or we're going to be stuck with a walk-on, I don't even know his name, for quarterback for this. <laughs> okay, won't we? We'll be stuck with a quarterback hunger. I mean, Brandon, Brandon, what it, what it looks like is Walker Howard is, I mean, he, he's been committed to LSU. He took a trip to Notre Dame as a secondary option, and now Notre Dame's coach is coming. So it seems to me that Kelly's option is Walker Howard. That's the direction he wants to go, and I – I think Max Johnson sees that. No, he has to battle Nussmeyer and Walker, and just he, he doesn't want to go through that battle. I mean, he was a, he was a good quarterback. He did all right. He wasn't the best, but it looks like we're gonna be playing but, but, a, a a walk on. Do you want to go back to a true freshman here? No, though? no, I I personally do not. But it's either gonna be a redshirt freshman and Nussmeyer or a true freshman and uh, Walker Howard. Which God, I let me let me let, let me let me just say this. I'm going. I'm still scrolling down the. Roster and I can't find this bastard anyway. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, uh, this this goes to show he I, can't not, be no worse than Max Johnson though. Honestly, why? Yeah. Let's be honest, Max Johnson is not the guy. Max. Max okay, 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 okay. Look, look. As as you as, as you say that, Max Johnson, statistic wise, is was not no. Terrible. It was not a bad quarterback. He's not he but, he, had, but he he was he wasn't great though. No, he's I, not going to. Okay, lead okay, to okay, okay. New Year's six. We can't have Joe Burrow every year. But who we have before Joe Burrow? Mettenberger? But he did. Better than Johnson. No. He got you 10 wins. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't because of that. That was because of that damn defense and the running backs we had. But I don't know, man. Uh, Well, we could talk. I mean, I guess the new coach here. We got Brian Kelly. Experienced guy, obviously. Has won everywhere he's been. He was at Notre Dame since 2012. Before that, Cincinnati, and then before that, Central Michigan. He he has never lost anywhere he's been, and I don't think that's going to start now when he comes to LSU. Grant, what do you say about that? No, I. When I first heard the news of the hire, yeah, I was not. It was not ecstatic. Grant's, Grant's exact words, and I got it. I seen fuck. it. It was about seven thirty at night. Grant said, and I quote, "Fuck." Look, okay. And I asked Grant why, and Grant said he wanted to go younger. Mm. And I can understand that. I did. But Nick Saban I, is 70 years old, and he, he ain't going nowhere look, anytime soon, look, it don't look like. I, at, my first reaction was not good. But then I started doing some digging, started doing some research. This man has 263 wins and only 96 losses at very small, not great school. No, I mean, okay, Notre Dame is a big program and all, but, I mean, you can't – it's hard to recruit up there. It, South Bend is an awful, awful place to live. You don't want to live up there. And he was still getting – Top ten, top twenty recruiting classes. It he's gonna come down here, and I guarantee you, within three years, we're either in the playoff or we have a national championship. It, I, what's, and what's even better about him with those recruiting classes in Notre Dame? He has a restriction. He he can't. The, the academics academic, is so hard over there to get in. It's unreal. Yeah, so he it, was doing a hell of a job with what he had. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable what he actually did accomplish when you when you break it down. Um, he, here's my thing, I. Nick Saban was 57 when he went to Alabama. He's Brian Kelly's 60, so that's not – I mean, they're basically the same age. But Nick Saban has adapted 
every year through the way college football has moved. I don't know that Brian Kelly has. That's my only drawback. He's run about the same kind of offense every year at Notre Dame. And it's worked because he's had good defenses and they don't play that many great teams. But I want to know if he can adapt to the but changing you can't, you can't, you to the changing offensive schemes that college football blame, is nowadays. You can't blame the great teams on him. He He's in a situation where he doesn't have a conference. He can't choose. Did you see the schedule they have for next year if he would have been there? No. No, no, no. I mean, he, he, he's had good strengths of schedule. I'm not saying they don't play anybody. I'm just saying it, to win the games that he's playing, you don't have to have a top-tier offense. All I have to say is whoever the quarterback is, they're photo-proof. He better not throw an interception because he will flip you off going to the sideline. Brian <laughs> <laughs> Kelly has done it more than one time and flipped the bird. Hey, look, going to the I, I saw this the other day, and they said, look, Brian Kelly might be, our, might be an asshole, but he's our asshole now, so – we're going to defend that man now. He, he's, he's ours now. We had a couple news things break today, but the, the biggest one, and it's confirmed by LSU, so we'll start off with this one. Frank Will, Frank Wilson is back to the LSU. He was a head coach now, a sitting head coach, had two years left on his contract and said, the hell with y'all. <laughs> I'm going back to where the money's from. Now, <laughs> I just say money talks. Now, now, Blake, I know you're real familiar with uh, Frank Wilson. That correct? No, I, I absolutely fucked it up. <laughs> this guy. I didn't Frank, even... Frank, no, okay. Frank so Wilson Frank... was there with Les Miles. He knows recruiting better than anybody. He also we... knows how to get a fucking charge on him. Yes. No doubt. But no, he was under Les Miles, recruited his ass off, controlled the state of Louisiana, and that's what you need. I LSU mean, he, will become dominant again if they can close off the they state. They build a fucking wall around. Build, yep, build a wall to. around the state of Louisiana, and LSU will become dominant. I mean, just again. Go, I can tell you, I, that's look. all Chip Kelly's got to do is build a wall. And uh, Brian Kelly, pick. not yeah. Chip Kelly. I know. I this motherfucker is talking about a coach that's on the West Coast right now. <laughs> this man, UCLA coach. Uh, Chip's a better fucking name. You can't argue that, okay? But like, I, I, I think I'll get, go with Kelly. Like I'm gonna get back at you when we get to the Saints. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's my expertise, but. <laughs> but all he no. got to do is build a wall around the state and pick off from whatever state he wants. I mean, and if you go back and look at the, the players that – With the Frank, NIL deals, they ain't got to do it under the table no more. So. Right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all them charges you be uh, picking up every now and then, uh, <laughs> they going to be uh, legit. But, um, no, I mean, if you go back and look, Frank won National Recruiter of the Year twice under Les Miles. I mean, if you go back and look at some of the players he recruited, I mean, Leonard Fournette, Tyron Matthew, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry. I mean no, – all of those Sounds players like came because those were Frank's recruits. And you, I mean, you just go back and look and listen to all these ex players saying, "Oh, they love him. He's the best." I think he. This is a big. Everybody talking about uh, Brian Kelly's not a cultural fit. He's not. Well, he he doesn't need to be a cultural. Grant, fit. Grant, let me say let me say something that. No, he's got a southern accent now. <laughs> My as long boy. as long as that fucking championship ring fits that finger, I don't care what kind of fit he exactly, is. Exactly, but the, the head coach doesn't need to fit in or be a cultural fit. He needs to put people around him to put himself in the best position to succeed. And that's I mean that's exactly what he's starting to build with I his, have an argument with his to coaching staff. Fit. What's that? Look at your last coach. Yeah, he was a cultural fit. Coach, and but, but but he, how many wins? But, but did he Coach O's thing. I don't know. Don't look at the national championship. Coach O's thing. Well, <laughs> Coach O's thing with it with he he could recruit his ass off. He couldn't get coordinators. Yeah, he was. He was That's posi- what he needed though, because yeah, he's I not know, a good I, yeah. coach. He was yeah. a good recruiter. He was right. he was positioned well when he came to LSU as to, or took over, I should say, because he 
had Aranda already there. Aranda Inzminger was already and there. And he had Inzminger was already there. It's every, everybody was already in place, you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they, he didn't have to do anything. It's when he had to start bringing in his own people is where he got screwed. So, he could not do that anymore. And I ain't going to lie. I mean, from the beginning, I was the biggest Coach O supporter. I, I mean, I was all about it. I mean, I was for him. I was this, and even after last year, I was like, no, no, look, it's a down year. We'll be all right. COVID, blah, blah. After this year, I was like, this man is a, this. He saying it. I he, was against it even no, when but, he won like, the championship. Like, you, were, even you were against Blake it was against beginning. him the whole whole time. You don't I mean, fire your head coach and go hire your defensive line coach. You hire one of the coordinators as your head coach. Well, That's yeah. a piss poor move, in my opinion. I uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, look, the hindsight's twenty twenty. I agree now. And then the next year they fired the president. Yeah. <laughs> no, the AD. I'm or the, sorry. Yeah. No, no, the AD was fired. Uh, when was the Leland fired? Uh, I think after 17. Yeah, I think right, right after. after right after. Ma- yeah, yeah, right after he gave Coach O the job. He yeah, was he fired. knew he did a bad job. He was like, fuck well, the, the whole No, thing- Woodward came in in 19. So, <laughs> the, the 17, whole, 18, he the was The whole fired. thing with that was Oliva had Tom Herman. He had Tom Herman, and it, that Friday night, he had Tom Herman. He was and just using all, him as leverage. No, no. That's what Tom Herman was doing. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I mean. He was no, using yeah, him as leverage sure. to get a bigger it's deal. It's from okay, then after, after Herman took the Texas job, instead of being like an actual <clears> AD and saying, let me start a search now, he goes, no, fuck y'all, I already have my coach anyways, and just rushes Coach O to the sta- to the podium. But yeah, and it's that's why Joe Oliva was the worst AD we have ever had at LSU. Um Scott Woodward has been great. I mean, look who he's brought in. He got Kim oh, Mulkey. Yeah. Kim Mulkey, who's won three this national is... championships at Baylor. Jay Johnson, who at first everybody was like, who in the hell is Jay Johnson? He built the Arizona program up from nothing, and they were in the World Series year after year. I mean, and now he goes gets the, if you take away the voided year, the most winningest coach in college football. I mean, I, I was skeptical at first, and I, I ain't now. I'm all in. I don't know what kind of conversation Woodward and Kelly had, but they talk about alignment a lot. So oh, they align. They, they, ha- they, <laughs> they, they, they have a vision to bring this everything back to greatness. If you look at it, this is the first time since 2006, if I recall, that men's and women's basketball were both ranked at the same time. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, well, the only thing he did there was hire Kim Mulkey. Well, yeah, Will Wade was there, but still. And you know Wade's going to have a good program. Yeah, Will Wade has been an unbelievable basketball. I didn't even care about basketball before Will Wade got there. I couldn't have cared less. So, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have mm-hmm. watched. I've watched every game this year. There's been a couple reports today. We can't confirm any of these, but Jacob Flint might be the new strength and conditioning coach. He played for Kelly at Central Michigan and then coached with Kelly at Cincy and Notre Dame. And then as of – 2017 became the co-director of strength and conditioning at Notre Dame. It sounds like Kelly is going with guys. He's going to be the head guy, but it sounds like Kelly is going with guys he believes that could uh, run the program, you know, like and really take charge of what he's trying to do right and there. I think, that. I think in, in, in that sense, I mean, okay, so they get rid of Tommy Moffitt, who has been at LSU since Nick Saban hired him in 2000, I think it was. Uh, he's been one of the best strength and conditioning coaches in the nation. Um, but there has been a lot of questions around the program the last two years. It, you know, LSU will get up and they get down and they, they get to the fourth quarter and it looks like they're gassed. They just don't have it. We have a lot of injuries. I don't put the injuries on the strength and conditioning coach. I mean, Kayshawn Butte busting his ankle. No, that's not on the strength and conditioning coach. And, and uh, 2K uh, Sean right there, 
he shouldn't have even been in the game that late anyways. No. LSU was getting their asses handed to him by Kentucky. And and he busts his ankle on a stupid play. But th- th- that's not on that's not on the strength of condition. But I think it was time. I think I you know, sometimes coaches can get comfortable. He stayed there through three coaching changes. And three national championships. I mean, Tommy Moffitt's one of no, the greatest. There's no doubt. Nobody stays at one place for that long. No, no. Nobody. Not in college football. Nobody. Not no. in college football. But I think Brian Kelly wants to come in uh, and just create his own his own image. So he knows this guy from Notre Dame. He's been with him a long time. He coached him. He, I mean, the guy was has been an assistant uh, strength and conditioning coach for ten years at Notre Dame. He's been there a minute. It's not like he's he's a, a two or three year. You know, he's only he's young. And he is young, but Coach Kelly knows this guy's vision and he knows his own and he knows they're gonna. They're gonna work well together. So I like, I like I'm the skeptical. hire. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical because it's the first time running a program, like running a strength and conditioning program. But other than that, uh, I, I think he can do it, and I think he's gonna do a good job. And I think, I think more so, Brian Kelly knows what he wants, and this coordinator is gonna give him exactly what Brian Kelly wants, which is you know ultimately. That's the goal that everybody's doing with the head coach. If you look at it, they said Brian Kelly is a CEO type coach. The first, I mean, the first one he got is Frank Wilson, but the rumored guy they're hiring are people who are associated with the players every day, strength and conditioning coaches, and then uh, you're looking at Uh, nutrition, the the nutrition guy, nutrition guy from Notre Dame, and then uh, Brian Polian. He was a head coach at Nevada from 2013 to 2016. From 2017 to 2020, he was a strength and condition. No, he's special coordinators. Yeah, special teams coordinator, excuse yeah. me, and recruiting coordinator. And then in, he became the Notre Dame associate head coach and special teams coordinator after that. He got promoted. Yeah, and he was, and he was at A&M. So, so he has he ties has, to the SEC. He has SEC yeah. experience. He's, ha- he's got head coach experience. Um, and when the, the news first broke, we were getting him, we were a little skeptical because McMahon has done a fantastic job these last few years with LSU special teams. You go back and look. I mean, we were ranked in the top 10, top 20 in the last since McMahon's got there. Um, but it, the news came out after that he's retiring. So he's been – I mean, he was with the Saints. And thank God a, because if he, if he was not retiring, I was going to be pissed off. Yeah, I mean, he, he won a Super Bowl with the Saints who they had a great special t- – the one, the one time Sean Payton didn't get rid of a damn kicker <laughs> when McMahon was there. Uh, What's hilarious though, when uh, Coach O, there was rumors he wasn't going to get the job, but then he got it. The, the, the game before he got the job uh, – they lost that game. I think it was with Texas A&M, and they lost it on a special teams mishap or whatever. And he, and quote unquote, and sources sources around the school and everything said, if I get the job, my first day on the job, I'm firing the fucker who's the coach right now. And sure and enough, first day on the job, he fired. Sure enough, he fired. He fired him. So the rest is history with that. But yeah, it. but McMahon's retiring. So congrats to him. He's got a Super Bowl with the Saints and a national championship with the Tigers. So he's probably never leaving Louisiana. Uh, that'd be great. Let's let's. I know we have one more guy to talk to right here. It's Xavier Gooden. He's he's brought in to be, I think, strictly st- strictly a strength coach here. Um, he was at That's USC. The, uh, yeah, the USC he, he was guy. at USC this past year, but it, he played linebacker in Missouri from '09 to 2012. Was a head sports and fitness trainer at a sports facility in Dallas Fort Worth for two years. Was a volunteer assistant and strength and conditioning coach in the summer of 2018 at SMU. He spent the spring of 2018 as a strength and conditioning intern at Notre Dame. So that's how you got to meet Kelly. Yeah. It, 
spent a little time with. So and then, he, so it's like, and then he was, and then he was a named assistant strength and conditioning coach at USC in January 2021. You don't want anybody from USC. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but Brian Kelly. Yeah. My only thing with this, Brian Kelly did but, spend a summer with him, so he does have some. And he's going to be an assistant. He's Pretty not going to be. You know you're going to like that. <laughs> well, that is, that oh, is, you see pictures of the ball. That's all, all that, that is true. I mean, that oh, is that is true. But I mean, he, he's not going to be the head strength and conditioning coach. He's going to be an assistant. So he's just here to. And I didn't realize. I, I had no idea that you hire a head strength and conditioning coach who looks over strength and the conditioning, but then you hire a strength coach who looks just over the strength part of it. I never realized. That. No, I, I, unless unless this is a new thing that. That programs are doing now. That, that Chip I, Kelly, I mean, uh, Brian Kelly's doing. Unless that's a new thing, he's. Or maybe that's what he did at Notre Dame. I, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I, I just seem, that seems kind of odd to be out there. A little bit, a little bit. But um, l- let's transition here to something else to talk. Something about. that uh, you know, Blake can chip in on. Yeah, because I give two fucks less about the strength coach. Blake, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> let's let's just he jump. Said, to, he said he wants to. He said put a uh, Zion on that. Uh, okay, well, I, coach. I have put him on left tackle, maybe. <laughs> I do have one more. I have one more question here. What's that? How long does it take for uh, Brian Kelly to win a national championship? I say two years, three years max. I say give it two to three years. Get his recruiting cycle in here that well, he needs. I think. I think next year, and we'll, I mean, we'll obviously expand on this throughout. But I think next year, it. I got well. It kind of changed my mind now with Max transferring and we don't have an experienced quarterback playing. But, you know, I was looking at right when we hired him, looking at the roster, looking at who we got coming in. Maybe eight and four, nine and three would be great and then make a run the next year. Um, now we'll just have to see I, I who the see. coordinators are coming in, who's going to be the damn quarterback. We might get a transfer. I, I don't know. I We'll have to see now. I can see us going uh, but, nine and three next year. I really could. Hey, th- thinking of it, look at this year. If we. Hindsight 2020. Hindsight 2020. If we would have left Steve Insmeager as coordinator again, or not even that, if we would have left the guys that was here last year, Pete's lost his two games this year. Well, yeah, no, there's no doubt Pete's lost the two games. You know who else lost the two games? Those same two games was Coach O. Yes. Because I 100% believe when, Dur- when he hired Durante Jones, he said, look, I ain't running a 3-4. I'm running a 4-3, and that's what you're going to run. And you gotta have to make it work. Well, go 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 look at the statistics before the bye and after the bye of LSU's defense. Before the bye, we were we were not good. Like I mean, we had a we lost the Auburn game when we could have won because of defense. Correct. We yes. lost the UCLA game which we could have won because of defense. That's two games right also there. Also correct. Yes. You go back and look at after the bye our statistics. We were top ten in the country in every stat. Yeah. I mean, we held Alabama to six actual rushing yards. That's. I mean, Alabama just put up 350 yards on Georgia, who they said was the greatest defense in the country. We held them to six yards. Six yards rushing. I think after the bye, Coach O said, look, Durante, I'm gone. You run your defense, and we'll see what we can work with. And that's exactly what happened, and it looked fantastic. Uh, Linebacker play improved tremendously under Blake Baker this year. I mean, Damone Clark went from somebody who wasn't going to get drafted probably to – Early second round, late first round pick. I mean, so yeah, Coach O. I I think he he, he they said he's CEO type, CEO type. Well, 
if you're CEO type, you shouldn't micromanage. You should let your coordinators coordinate. And I don't think he did that. Now, Jake Peets, I think he's just a terrible offensive coordinator. Um, and who is – I mean, our offense – I mean, one game we put up 289 rushing yards against Florida, and the next game we get 20 rushing yards. I mean, I, I, I don't understand. It's, it's bad when uh, after the game Lane Kiffin goes up to Coach O and says, Coach, you know your defense is running the same thing over and over again. And Coach will go, oh, well, I guess I got to change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit, you think? huh? You think? That's what lost you the fucking I mean. job, man. <laughs> it's, it's unreal how incompetent he was on the job. And Perfect. yet he coached the uh, greatest college football team we've ever seen. Because he had a bunch of NFL stars on the team. No, he did. It I was mean, the NFL stars and the coordinators. No, no, I agree. I, I, agree. I wouldn't even put it on the coordinators there. Oh, okay, okay, Dave okay. Aranda. Dave Aranda. No, no, not the I'm, talking about, Aranda. Aranda. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about offensive coordinators, though. I mean, uh, Innsbinger is a good you offensive had, coordinator. You had, you He's you been had, around the game forever. Joe Brady. And Joe Brady. Oh, okay. no, okay. We okay. ain't even getting into the okay. Joe Brady conversation. Okay. We ain't even getting into if that. If Joe Brady came back to LSU, y'all would not be mad. Yes. I would be. Yes. No, y'all fucking Because would. he wasn't the OC. Steve Innsbinger okay. was. He still was a fucking OC pretty much because Ensminger didn't do shit the year before. Wait, 2018, we were 9-3. and three. We had a no, damn but, good but, offense. But let, let me interrupt you there because Matt Muscona made a good point on his show today too because he said the same thing. Well, Steve, Ensminger didn't do nothing in 2018. He had the same fucking players. Joe, Joe Burrow made a huge jump. From 2018 and, and to 2019. And I attribute that to the help the from Joe Brady. the game when he got knocked the fuck out. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, but I, but no, that, and I attribute, I do attribute Joe Burrow getting a, a lot better to Joe Brady. Because Joe Brady did It wasn't that. It was they that. opened the fucking offense they up did, Joe they did. Brady got there. Because he did bring concepts. He and I'm concepts. Not, and I'm not saying that Joe Brady didn't help. So if Ensminger was the OC that year, we're still winning the national championship and scoring fucking 50 points a game. Yes. If Joe Burrow played the same way? Yes. 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 100%. Under the fucking I-formation? We didn't no. run I-formation in 2018. What did we fucking run? We ran spread. Bullshit. Go, go watch and watch the 2018 Georgia game when we beat them, what, 38-10? Yes. Was the final score 38-10? Yeah, go watch that game. Watch that game. You know, you know. You mean you mean you work every Saturday? <laughs> I have a life. <laughs> if people haven't listened, the other guy on here with us is Blake. Um, he tows vehicles around LSU, so wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna give away his last name. I'm gonna say Blake, so nobody. Really or his address, which is not. <laughs> no, um, I, I believe. 2019, regardless of yes, Brady bought concepts, but he did not call the plays. Shit, I could have been the head coach in 2019. We still would have won the damn national championship. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You had Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, they Claude were on the team the year before. Who, who, who? By the way, they were just, all on the team. The yeah, year exactly. Well, no, no, Jamar Chase was hurt. Yeah, he did not play. Okay. Justin Jefferson was a freshman, and he was starting to break out. Clyde Edwards-Helaire didn't really play because they had Nick Brosette, which he did a great job. He had a thousand. Y- Yard rusher, but uh, still on the fucking team. Coach just couldn't figure. We out went nine running. and three. We had a damn good year. Didn't go undefeated, win a national championship. No, like because 19. it all had to come together. Came together. Once they all played a Came year together, together, when Joe Brady got there. All right, whatever. Yeah, 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 you're right. I still don't want him as my OC. Well, Blake, we're going to transition to something you know to talk about. What the fuck has happened to the Saints? We tanking, baby. We tanking. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> I'm gonna I'm use a, a, a term. That's why we put Taysom in and paid him all that money. We tanking. We well, I, I can tell you one thing here. I don't bet on a team of interest, but 
the spread for the Jets game is six points. And the way the fucking Saints been playing, pick the Jets in the fucking points. That's all I have to say. Well, Dante Harris is out now because he got suspended for them three games. And Cam Jordan's on COVID list. So. But he's vaccinated. So two. Now, two negative, don't bring up politics. <laughs> two, two negative tests and he, he, could, he could come back. Technically, but I don't, I don't see him. Larry Holder was on with Matt today, and he's, he pretty much said that Cam Jordan's not playing. It, it is like one of his very, like, like one of what fucking four games he's missed in his Cam whole Jordan. career. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking Iron Man. Yeah, he, he, he has not missed of any, any time here lately. But, okay, we have the Jets, then Tampa. And then we have Carolina and Atlanta left. Yeah, I'm going to that Tampa game, and I regret buying those tickets because we were 5-2 and two when I bought the fucking tickets, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but... <laughs> On that topic, you will know the Saints are tanking or not. Say we win this week, but we lose to Tampa, okay? The week after that, if Ian Book is your starting quarterback, the Saints are trying to get a high draft pick. We're already the number eight pick right now if the draft was today. But if we win tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Sunday, we'll be back in the playoff hunt. So, my opinion, tank, because your draft pick's only going to go down from there. Yeah, or higher, I should say. Okay. Somebody was on today. I was listening to the radio, and he somebody said, the Saints quarterback for the next five years is not on the current roster. I know. He's in Seattle. I beg to differ. Where do you think he is? Houston catching another charge, just like Les Miles? No. No. But that was uh, that was Sean Salisbury. Sean. Yeah. That. And he made a good point. He said, if you want to win now, this offseason, you go get Aaron Rodgers. He can win you two to three Super Bowls. Out of the three quarterbacks, he is the best passer. And you can't deny that. I do believe that it's either Aaron or Russell Wilson. But go back to the tanking thing. Green Bay or Seattle is not going to want a number 20 pick if you make the playoff. If somehow we fucking piss in the wind. Well, I, th- I, thought, I thought Aaron Rodgers could opt out of his contract Okay, this year. so a- sure. Aaron, the way Aaron Rodgers restructured his contract this year, yes, he can, by the end of this year, he can get out for next year's, uh, he can get out of his contract next year. But my thing is, they, never mind. I don't know. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to leave. Is because I heard this a while back with the whole him vaccine, COVID situation, all that. I think that Green Bay smoothed it over with him by having his back. When Green Bay actually said, hey, look, uh, we got your back. We're not going to bail on you. We're not going to say, hey, look, uh, you're suspended or giving him any kind of thing. I think that helped out, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay. I think he's staying, to be honest. I think he will, too. I, I 100% think – at the beginning of the year, I didn't think but he would play. Because before the season started. Okay, but we go before the it season It depends started. on how the draft goes again. If they go draft another fucking quarterback, he's leaving. <laughs> Who the hell are we going to draft? <laughs> what? No, no he's, talk, he's talking about Green Bay, Bay there. No. I'm not, even talk, I'm not even talking about that. Before the season started, when they had the whole ordeal – Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, they both put on their Instagram a oh, picture yeah, of Michael ride. Jordan, last, last dance, ride, last the last dance, dance whatever. whatever. So I honestly think they, they are both leaving this offseason. I think Adams is for sure. 
All I have to say about that though is the way I watch Jordan Love play, he ain't the future. No, oh, no. <laughs> that man, no. that man ain't it. That's a wasted first round pick. That right that there. ain't it. But the Saints this year is kind of look like San like San Francisco was last year. We lose our we lose our wide receiver. We lose our left tackle. We lose our right tackle. We lose our left guard. We lose RB one. RB one. Uh, tight end one, wide receiver one. I mean, it, you can't lose how many how many of those and and how many of those were Pro Bowlers? All of them. All of them. Camaro, well, Pro well, Bowler, well, Ramchek, well, Pro let Bowler, me stop Armstead, you. The only Pro reason, Bowler. the only reason Andrews Pete was ever in well, the okay. Pro Bowl. Oh, oh, no, listen to me. Listen, the only Not reason Pro Bowl the table. only reason he was in the Pro Bowl is because the two guys ahead of him, the two guys ahead of him opted out. So. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But that man is hurt every year. I mean, that man gets hurt every year. I don't think there's been a year on the Saints roster he's played all 17 games. No, I, I, I don't he, know. He, he's been hurt. And, and here's another thing with that. Armstead is a free agent after this year. The Saints ain't going to pay him that money. There, there is no, no way the Saints will pay him no, the kind Armstead, of money. I'd no, no. put him in a trade package for Rodgers if you got to trade for him. I don't know what the deal is with the contract situation, but. Well, I, you, you say that, but look, they, they paid uh, they paid Andrews Pete all that damn money. So, I mean, and Andrews Pete is a, is a bust. Oh, I'm, wait, no, no, no. Okay, Brad, he ain't a bust. He just, he hurt. just stays hurt. He's like, back, he's like Marcus Davenport. Marcus Davenport on the field. The Take dude's it a, easy. Dude's he's a project, angle. all right? <laughs> no, he's a, you know, Sean likes his projects, all right? <laughs> he's he been on the night. Davenport project a few years ago, and we got, uh, what's maybe, his, what's maybe the guy's he, Maybe he lived in the projects. I don't know, but. <laughs> you, you go you go draft a guy and, um. Oh, Peyton Turner. That's Peyton Turner, the yeah. Project was. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's that's See, Dav- I didn't even know his name because the motherfucker's only played two games this year because he's hurt. always fucking hurt. I mean, hurt. Davenport Jr.? That is Davenport Jr., 100% Davenport. But Davenport's a fucking animal when he he's is. playing. The, the man's got the the best bull rush I've seen in the NFL in a long time, and he's just throwing people around. But then, look, it's too, I mean, he makes one wrong move. There you go, the shoulder. Well, it's, it's hurt. It's, it's like every time he gets a sack, he's like, all right, I'm done for the year. <laughs> done for a few games, coach. Wow. So... If the Saints happen to tank it out, which I hope they do, honestly, which direction should they go in the first round? Or should they – my thing with it is, okay, and, and uh, Texans already made it known. If they go to trade Deshaun Watson, they want three first-round picks, a second-round pick, and a, I think a fifth-round pick and a player. That, that's too much capital that's, to give well, them. Well, we got the player. Okay, Pete okay. Davenport. Okay, well, no, no, no. <laughs> If the stuff clears on Deshaun, which I don't think it will, if it does, he's worth every penny. No, he's not. His price has gone down because you haven't seen him play. I don't think. Okay, he's going to sit out a year and just become a bad quarterback. He was doing good at the Texans. The Texans are awful. Yeah, because he's always fucking passing. Look at Matt Stafford's record, and then look at his stats. Matt Stafford is a. He's still not good. He's not still. He's still not good with the Rams. No, no, he, I didn't. Yeah, he's but a good quarterback. He's I know, not a great. But his yards are fucking padded. His fucking well, yeah, because all he could do is run for his life and throw it. Exactly. What do you think Watson's doing in Houston? Yeah, but I feel like Watson's a much better player than Stafford. Younger. He's faster. He can definitely it, it run seems, faster. It seems though, if if you want to go get a quarterback, okay, and you're trying, say you're trying to win a Super Bowl, 
I'll, if you go to get Watson, you're setting yourself back a couple years because you're giving up all this draft capital. So you can't draft other players, first-round players, and you're giving them all this draft capital. So you're hoping you bank on free agency, which has never been good for the Saints. Never. So th- then what? Okay. And, and you have to pay him a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. A shit ton of money. But but he he will out out of him, Rodgers and Wilson. He's the best long term. Well, long answer. term, yeah, because he's the youngest. Hot but. take here: Baker Mayfield's the quarterback next year. Mm. If his contract expired, I don't know when his contract's up, but when his contract's have up, you not seen the Bear, a Browns I mean, the game Browns, this year? Exactly, the Browns aren't going to resign him, and Sean Payton liked him when he came at out of one the draft, point in time. He had there, there's and a, he's going to sign him. I guarantee oh, you. Oh no! Well, there's a no, lot of rumors. No, of, no, no. There's That's, a lot of rumors of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I, I don't, I don't want too. him either. Although he did go to a Super Bowl, but that is a fraud Super Bowl. He no, I know, I know. Brad that's Johnson that's a, won one. Uh, so did Joe Flacco. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the name quarterbacks that have been there. And won. You know, that's like what we were saying earlier. Uh, you know, the Patriots this year. Somebody said, "Oh, well, the only reason they're good is Mac Jones." No, it's because they have a damn good defense and a good run game. Go look at all the other quarterbacks who aren't great, who had a damn good defense and a good run game. Joe Flacco right. won. Uh, okay, okay, <laughs> Brady. Well, Brady's also the best of all time. Debatable. Yeah, one Super that, Bowl. That is, no, no, one that's Super not Bowl, debatable. One that's Super Bowl. Okay, you're an okay quarterback who got lucky with a Super Bowl. Seven. Uh, mm. he, he had the greatest coach of all time. Okay, well, he didn't last year, and he still won. Okay, that's because he stacked his fucking team. That's why he went to Tampa. He still so won. He could stack his. He fucking still won. Team. Yeah, Saints. No, thanks, Jared Cook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Th- exactly. Thanks, Jared Cook. Bumbo! <laughs> All right. Um, I saw on Twitter somebody said, man, Jared Cook's got some reliable hands this year. I'm about to dodge. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> I'm about to dodge. ESPN was praising him one day because mm-hmm. he caught a touchdown in the back of the end zone. Yeah, let's forget about the fumble last year. Yeah. Saints are driving. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, I just need to bring up this one thing one two, real quick. The uh, In the game last week, did y'all see the penalty on the oh, what was it, the block side. the blind, the blind side, side block? block. That Worthless. had to be the second worst penalty I've ever seen in my entire life. The was, first was, was no, first? the no call. Oh, <laughs> wasn't a guess. No, the no call was worse. <laughs> that, but that haunts me blind, to this day. And you know what? <laughs> Did though? we ever catch those refs? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? You know what though? Without okay, on that blind side block call, we called a first down. It was like a 12-yard first down throw. We might have had a drive going there. That game was still well in hand at that time. I, that killed all of our momentum. A blindside block on a fullback block. What, you wanted to just eat, just kill the quarterback? NFL officiating this year has been the worst I have ever seen. Well, it, it's yeah, good. how are you going to have a primetime game on Thanksgiving and have 28 penalties called? Yeah, it's, it's awful. I mean, I or, or the referee that bumped into the player and said, oh, yeah. That's a foul, and it's like, yeah, exactly. and like, let everybody know that that's what he was gonna call. Yeah. It, the NFL officiating this year, especially with the new damn taunting rule, which I God, hate. God forbid you celebrate. Oh, the Clyde Edwards-Helaire touchdown run where he ran in the end zone and pointed. I mean, I mean, just shield, shield the children's eyes. I mean, <laughs> they might grow up and point at people. Jesus. I it's, don't ridi- know. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, something's got to happen with the officiating. There's got to be some kind of overhaul. It's not going to because Goodell's the yeah, well, it's an awful the commissioner. It starts at the top. Yeah, I, I, I seen I seen a thing. He made like 1.8 million last year. Who I Goodell? Think it's way more than that. No, Goodell, yeah. I think it's like 40. 
Might be, might be ridiculously high. Forty. Look it up yeah, quick. yeah. I don't know if it's forty. Man. That's kind of high. Still, I think it's like one point eight or two he, he million. Be, he made he last year. You need to be unemployed. Is what it need to be. You can, you can put Joe <laughs> Dirt. Sixty-three. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. You mean sixty-three million dollars? Receive an annual salary of sixty-three for the past hey, two years. Hey, you give me twenty grand, I can go do a better job than that. Jesus. Well, that's ridiculous. Half of it is on him, but you also have to think the NFLPA. Agrees to all this shit. No, no, they do. But you know, I've seen a lot, of, and I don't know how true it is because, well, we're obviously not in the NFL. But <laughs> <laughs> we're Stop obviously not microphone. Yeah, we're obviously not <laughs> NFL athletes. But I've seen a lot of athletes say they actually have no say in the NFLPA. Like no, they, they go have, to the meeting have, and have, nobody tells them anything. I've seen a lot, a uh, lot. You have like your head that. guy, and he gets like a, a advice from a couple players, and that's or, it. And, that's and like it. a lot of them don't have their own voice, which. Sucks. It's stupid, and Goodell needs to go get fired. Nah, but it's, it's they won't do happen. it. They're not gonna get rid of him. No, no, they won't. Hell no, they won't. That's the same thing with the MLB commissioner ruining damn baseball. No, he he done a lot better than the last guy they had. <laughs> Which is that still was. bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so now looking right here, my bets from today are doing absolutely terrible. I had Bradley. Plus five and a half in Belmont money line. Bradley is down ten, and Belmont is down twelve. Well, that's that's beautiful, Brian. Good. Uh, so, um, good basketball place there. Now in this portion, we're gonna give y'all a couple picks for tomorrow. I'm gonna go over mine from today. Um, I had Lightning Canadians over five and a half. It is currently closing minutes of the second period. It's three. It's at Total of three right now. So, uh, we still got a good shot in third period. Um, let me check my other one. I also had... Let's see. Uh, I had... What did I have? Red Wings money line? Yeah, yeah, Red Wings money line. They're down two to one in the second period. So, we're still looking... We're looking okay. We're looking okay. We'll hope looking, for some third period magic here. Looking forward to tomorrow. There's a lot of good lines in hockey basketball and everything else but i think my first play tomorrow will probably be and right now they don't put up money line bets until tomorrow but right now my first line my first bet for tomorrow will be probably indiana plus three and a half over wisconsin wisconsin is totally rebuilding and indiana i think is doing pretty well this year they're on the road so it's gonna be a tough matchup but i think i'm gonna take indiana plus three and a half and also just looking right here more than likely i'm I'm going to hammer probably Michigan State minus five on the road at Minnesota. Minnesota's not that good. Michigan State's been doing really well this year. My, uh, look at, I mean, it's a small slate tomorrow. Um, but I'm going to have, I'm gonna, my first place going to be the Dallas Stars money line, right? It's currently sitting at plus 130. I know that's going to change. Uh, the road dogs to the Golden Knights, but Dallas has just been, every time I've bet against them this year, I've lost. Uh, and Dallas, Dallas has been on a tear. So, I'm going to actually go with Dallas tomorrow with the uh, money line. And also, it it's a tricky play, but I think I might go under the six in the Philadelphia Flyers and New Jersey Devils. Right now it's at minus 109. That's probably – I don't see why you would ever bet an over in hockey. <laughs> well, I mean, they've been – why bet hockey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because 
Name four people that watch hockey. I'll wait. <laughs> okay, well, we're in the South, so you, not a lot of people Brandon, do. and that's but look, it. it look, I don't it, watch it. it oh, I, I start, I started, you just bet it. No, no, I started to bet it, and I went like 0-10, oh so I just got out of hockey. <laughs> well, I went really hot early, and I got cold, and now I'm... Still, Still kind of cold, but hey, look, if you're, you're colder than that Buffalo look, New England game last night. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, if y'all, if I, since I'm so cold, if y'all want, just fade me, and you're gonna win money. Just, just fade my picks, and you're gonna win money. So okay. I'm gonna go under the six in the Flyers and Devils game, and the Dallas Stars money line, which is plus money. So and I have Indiana plus three and a half, and also um, there's another one right here. I see. I'm gonna take Marquette plus three, probably plus a hundred. So that's gonna be my best we, for tomorrow. And we're hovering right around five hundred on our plays. So yeah, we, look, we, and also we I'm bet a hammer. lot of dogs, so we make a lot of money. So and I'm gonna hammer uh, Michigan State minus five on the road in Minnesota, guys. Thank y'all for joining us. It's been a blast, and we look forward to doing it next week. And hopefully we sound a little better. We can control a lot of things. But thank y'all for joining us again. Peace we'll out. See y'all next time.